Welcome to the Weight Loss for Women podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can eat more, train less, and lose weight in a healthy and sustainable way. I'm Kitty Blinkfield, co-founder of New Strength and Saturated creator of pro-metabolic food supplements and seriously saturated skincare. And today I'm joined by my co-host and co-founder, Craig McDonald, who's looking very sharp with his new haircut. He's got this barber. He goes and sees Monty. Yeah. Mm. It was, smells from, really good. Monty from Iraq. He's a fucking yeah. legend. He's, a, he's such a great guy. <clears throat> but I go he's into him. Yeah. I go into him and I'm, I'm like, oh, Monty, can we do it like this one? And he just looks at me and goes, no, brother. No, yeah, he no, tells, we're, tells we're, you, doesn't we're he? We're not doing it. We, we'll do it like yeah. this. And I'm like, I'm like, Monty, I'm the fucking have you noticed, customer. I want this. And he's like, no, I'm not doing have that. Have you noticed too how he doesn't straighten it? Uh, well, he does. He, so Craig like, does this, blow, straightens blow his, driver, Craig blow dries his hair in the blow morning. Dry. So I have this like, um. My related... hair is outrageously wavy. It gets a bit of length. So he, like there's this like stupid. round brush, you know, that like, it's like a blow dry with a brush, you know, like you can make, get good volume in your hair. So it's mine. And he uses it in the morning and then he's got his little straightening irons that he straightens out. And I'm like, it just, I always just think that it looks better a la natural with a bit of wave in it, you know, but we always fight. And I'm like, look, I know what, I know what, look, what looks good on you, right? Monty knows. It's me and Monty. One, Craig. Two, actually, I should say. Craig yeah, one. So you're outvoted. See, the problem is, is that I just don't give a fuck what you say. So yes, you do. Because do. he lets me buy all his clothes. So he obviously does care. Well, no, I just <laughs> don't really like shopping all that much. So, you know. Untrue. Untrue. Saves, saves time. Look, just agree that I'm more stylish than you and I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, babe. Anyway, his hair's, his hair's looking good. It's looking yeah, it's, real. It's, it's looking, looking sharp as fuck. Shout out to Monty at Ace of yeah. Fate. Go there if you're in surface. Yeah. Go, go. Yeah. You'll ask for um, a haircut and he'll tell you exactly what you need. <laughs> yeah. So the quick update, obviously every episode, people are like, Kitty, we're sick of hearing about your tits. We don't want to hear about it. But people ask me, they do ask me on Instagram. So it's what, three weeks and sorry, Friday, Sunday, Sunday, Monday, five days. And I'm back to my normal training program now, just easing back into it gently. I did my upper body day today, no chest stuff, obviously. So I won't start any chest work till like full six weeks off. And I've been doing my legs, but just doing safety bar squats so I don't have to like stretch my arms back. But I can probably, I reckon I could low bar back squat now. Like it doesn't pull anymore. So it's fine. But just easing back into it gently. Um, you know, it's just continuing with the red light three times a day, just doing my normal nutrition. But yeah, feel, feeling really, really good. Ooh. You know, just walking around constant high beam Harriet with the, because uh, you can't wear anything, any tight, um, anything tight basically on it. So yeah. just, just wear shirts. It's like this constant bloody high beam. But yeah, it's awesome. It's um, I'm feeling good and just really looking forward to being able to train really hard. And uh, next week I'll be starting training with a new coach because I've decided that, you know, now obviously the whole, we're not going to have a baby anymore. So there's nothing standing in my way. No more operations. So I really want to like push it to the next level and just get that extra. Obviously Craig's awesome, but you know, like what it's like when you work with your partner and I'm just so annoying and he won't train me in person either because I'm too annoying. It's true. And, it's and you so know, like people who know you <laughs> understand my pain, you know, when you, but, I, but this is a valid point though, I think, and you know, I would never recommend to women to do anything I wouldn't do myself, but you know, when you're actually paying someone money, you know, even though I'm pretty, I'm a pretty consistent person, but this will really make me really dial it in. And, you know, now I want to push it hard and build muscle. So I'm going to have to get really consistent with my nutrition. I think what I've been doing has been fine for maintenance, but in order to grow muscle, I need to make sure I'm, you know, eating in a calorie 
surplus, you know, not hitting the macros, the right macros, right amount of protein, right amount of carbs, um, and just get a bit more precise with it. So yeah, I'm really super excited to set some new strength and body composition goals, more muscle. So I want the weight to go up. Um, Craig's sick of me crapping on about how excited I am to start. It's just been a long time since I've actually trained with a coach. I think the last coach I trained with was Thomas, our powerlifting, who bought our gym. And I just really, I just love it. I just love coaching. I think it's exciting. And it just, I think it, sh- it, it, it makes you show up and do the work, even though I want to do the work. Um, hmm. But yeah, I just, you know, want to prove Craig wrong. He's like, well, you, that's, that, those numbers are a little bit hard hitting. I think he does it on purpose because I'm like, oh, that's it. <laughs> what 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 were your strength targets? Where, where do you want to give? I to? really would like to. It is pretty pretty crazy. Like, I'd really like to squat one forty for eight. Even Adam was like, oh, that's pretty. You know, take you a long time. Yeah, I'm like, so what? But it doesn't it doesn't matter though. It doesn't matter how long it takes me because it's, it's this is. You do, oh, that's it. <laughs> See, he does it on purpose. But anyway. Um, one forty for eight. That's a big fucking jump. Oh, that's huge. I know, but it might take me two three years. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, look, anything's possible. Anything's possible. I just, I'm just looking forward to enjoying the process again of being pushed a bit harder, yeah. really dialing in my consistency with my nutrition. Mm. Um, you know, to be, be able to fuck it up with Adam because he's a bit of a. That's right. Ass. He's exactly, and I always want to impress my coaches too. I like to them to be like, "Yeah, good work, Kitty." I just want to make progress, though, and I think, why would you waste your money either? Pay someone to waste your money. So, Look, a question I ask on quite the frequent <laughs> in our coaching business, some people come in and do fuck all and complain, and then they go, why didn't I get a result? And I'm like, because you didn't fucking do the work. Oh, it's all too hard. Don't tell me your problems. Life is hard. No, he's, not, he's, not, he's not that much like that. He seems like a hard ass. He's not. But, you know, I think um, – yeah, you got to be consistent most of the time. You know, you don't have to be perfect. It's not about being perfect. But anyway, today's uh, today's podcast is about how to be consistent over the weekend. So one thing that we see uh, our clients struggle with, some clients, is they're good Monday to Friday. You know, they've mapped out their meal plan, but then because their schedule is a bit different on the weekend, you know, or they sometimes just use it as an excuse because I know Craig's had the hard conversation with some people like, yeah, you're right. I'm just being shit and I I need to get it together. So, you know, I think uh, when you have a specific goal and you're trying to lose uh, body fat or your body recomping, you know, you have to be, uh, you know, a bit more precise, I think Mm -hmm. specific, especially if you're doing fat loss, especially because you need to eat in a calorie deficit. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're never going to put you in this massive calorie deficit. So if you're not, you know, super consistent, you'll probably still be in a deficit and lose weight. But, you know, so it's quite easy if you're not tracking to, um, you know, pull yourself out of that calorie deficit and then, you know, you, yep. you're not losing weight or getting the result that you want. Um, so, you know, we wanted to just talk about how, you know, how you can get more consistent over the weekend. And we've done previous podcasts on this, but, you know, what is going to get you it, to that goal weight or goal body composition is not going to be the same as what you have to do to maintain it. So women often message me on Instagram and say, Kitty, you know, like, am I going to have to track so precisely forever? And like, no, when you get to the point where you've achieved the body composition that you want, you just have to one, maintain your strength goals and two, you can eat within a range. So like I've been maintaining my weight, you know, now for, for quite a few months um, and some days I eat less, some days I eat more. I don't track on the weekends, but I don't eat like an asshole, you know, like we go out for dinner and I still, you know, make, make sure I get enough protein and 
Um, you know, I don't go crazy and eat two large pizzas and drink 10 bottles of wine, but you can have that more flexibility, not track, and you can maintain your weight. Yeah. So don't think that, you know, like, oh my God, I have to do this for the rest of my life. Um, but, you know, given that most women we work with have been, you know, like me doing crazy diets for 10, 20, 30 years, there, there does have to be some focus and some discipline um, to, 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 to really transform your body. But once you get there, you know, you still obviously have to maintain the same habits. You can't go back to doing what you're doing, but it's, it's much easier. So I'm, what I'm trying to say is it's worth it, ladies. It's worth it to just dial it in and, you know, get, get there. Um, because, you know, let's say you're 40, hopefully you're going to live for another 60 years. How awesome mm. will it be living for 60 years in a body that you love, sleeping well, no menopausal symptoms, enjoying food, you know, not having this food obsession. But so weekends, let's talk about the weekends, Craig. So clients often, what happens on the weekends? Well, generally what we see is during the week, most people Monday to Friday are usually working. So they're in a pretty good, you know, um, routine with, you know, if they've got kids or wake up at this time, you get the kids sorted, you know, go to work at this time and whatever. So it's it's very regimented Monday to Friday. And therefore, it's, they, they generally don't have a lot of time. And it's easy, if, especially if they've prepped their food in advance, to just follow that along and, and happy days. But once it gets to the weekend, they don't have to work. You know, maybe they sleep in a little bit longer. So they're getting up a little bit later. They're just out of routine. And therefore, it just generally... Um, what we generally find, like if people are eating like, you know, say well, four or five meals a day, maybe six meals a day, and they're, they're routine with those, when it comes to the weekend, it ends up dropping down to like three meals, three or maybe four meals. And this is not for everyone. This is just kind of a generalization of, of, of what we generally say, but they drop down. So therefore their portion sizes are bigger at a per meal because they might have breakfast and they won't eat anything for a while and they'll get hungry and they'll have a big lunch and then they won't eat anything until dinner. And then they'll, they might do something with the family or something like that. They'll go out and go to a restaurant and eat or they'll, you know, do something like that. And it just, it generally just leads to an overconsumption because there's longer times in between when they're eating, which is generally one of the reasons why we sort of say, look, you know, the sweet spot is like four five or six meals per day because then you're eating every few hours. And when you've got a protein goal to hit, you're sort of spreading that out and it's, and it's kind of easy. But when you end up having um, less meals per day, it, it generally, especially on the weekend for most people, those meals tend to be untracked or, you know, something that uh, they haven't made themselves and uh, they just end up over-consuming. So if you've created, you know, a calorie deficit throughout the week, it can be undone with a couple of meals on the weekend that you just haven't tracked. And, and... Or just totally not like having that um, that structure there or planning. Like one thing yes, we talked yeah, about exactly. yeah. on our yeah. call this week. So I do a call every second week with the ladies in our coaching program. And one of the, this was a question actually, and Lou Driver, one of our clients who's been with us for nearly three years, she's done a podcast, listen to it. It's awesome. Um, she had really bad endo and thrush and she fixed all of that. And now she's had incredible body composition changes and she's, Pretty small, actually. How tall is how how much she weigh? Fifty nine kilos or something now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's eating like twenty seven hundred calories, which is amazing. So she's gone through the whole process of like healing, then body recomposition, then a fat loss phase, and now she's doing muscle building. So and she's got a family too. Mm. Um, but I think you know one of the things, and Craig mentioned this, is that often on the weekend, and we do the same thing. We'll sleep in a little bit, so that can really push your meals back. And then a lot of the mums that we work with, you know, they'll be going out to kids' sports or, you know, they'll go out and often they tell me that they get caught out. So they'll go out in the morning and then they, they'll they be out for like, you know, 
six hours or something and they hadn't planned it. So, you know, what I, if it, let's just say I was a mum and uh, it was me, I would obviously try and think about what I had on the weekend and sit down the night before and perhaps do a bit of an easier meal plan to stick to with things that you can actually take with you. So, you know, you could have your normal breakfast and then maybe you would just have some less, you would have less meals because, you know, maybe you're not going to get home till after lunchtime. So if you know that, you know, just do a meal plan that's more simple, but has maybe four meals instead of six meals. So you'd have a bigger breakfast um, and then you'd have your bigger lunch and then you have maybe mid afternoon snack and then you'd have your dinner. Or if you know you're going out and you're not sure about how long you're going to be out for, just pack things you can take with you. So buy a little cooler bag. And, you know, we talked about things like some of the stuff that the girls take out with them, like baby bell cheeses or just cheese, cheese slices, jerky is another good one, bits of fruit, you know, like bananas and oranges, they're really easy to, easy to take. And none of that stuff, I mean, you can probably take the baby bells without even the refrigeration, or you can even take a meal with you. So that way, if you get caught out, you've got those snacks to eat with you. And it's really easy just to, you can buy these really cool little cooler bags. Like we've got this amazing one that looks like a little backpack and a carry bag. It doesn't even look like a cooler bag. Mm. So you can take your food out with you. So if you always know that, you know, you're going to be on the run with the kids on the weekend, plan for that, plan for that. Or let's say you're going out for dinner. I would look ahead at the menu, um, you know, uh, see if you can sort of, perhaps pick something in advance and then roughly guesstimate the the ingredients and put it in. And then even something that Craig and I will do if we know we're going out for a, um, a bigger dinner is we just eat a little bit lighter during the day. Like we don't starve ourselves or cut meals or anything, but like, you know, my afternoon tea, I wouldn't have quite as big a meal as I would normally after my training. Um, you know, and I'm not training on Saturday, so I eat a little bit lighter. So that way when we go out for dinner, you know, we went out on the weekend and we had, we went to this Italian place um, and we had this baby octopus, these like grilled lamb things with feta. Um, we had this nice, oh, it was a salad with tomato, asparagus, uh, olive oil and parmesan cheese. And then we had a side of mashed potato. Craig had a steak. So it was pretty heavy on the fat. Like everything was drizzled in olive oil. Um, so, you know, it was quite good that we'd sort of eaten a little bit lighter during the day so we could have that bit of a heavier meal and then we had some gelato after and my weight just stays the same, you know. So I think it's really thinking about and planning ahead for what you've got on and if you're not sure and you're not sure how long you're going to go out for, take pack your make, make up your lunches, whatever you've got, and pack it in that cooler bag and take it with you because mm -hmm. I think that's the easiest way to get to stay on track and I really do think it is about – like you say, planning. And if you don't know, plan for not knowing and take, take your food with you. And there's just so many things like boiled eggs, jerky, what are the cheese slices, baby bells, dates, whole fruit, you know, they're yeah. so easy that you don't yeah, even really, fruit, like the true yeah. fruits. Yeah. Yeah. They're really good yeah. too. Yeah. Um, one other thing that Craig bought was a little thermos. So this is if you wanted to have a hot meal, it's just this yeah. little like, well, people know what a thermos is and you just heat it up and then you pour your meal into it. It's got a little bowl and a spoon and you can have a hot meal if you wanted yeah. to do that, which yeah. is amazing. You can buy them now. They're, they're like, um, I think, 350 mils. So they're like they're like the size of a Coke can now. Mm. And you can literally just like the way I do it if you want to keep it hot is you just pour some boiling water in it for a few minutes, empty the boiling water out, and then obviously put the cooked food in there. And that will just keep it hot for a really long time. Mm. But I mean, that's something that you could fit in a, a handbag or a, a bag really, really easy. And then you would actually have one of your meals and it's not like this extra thing that you've got to carry around. Um, you know, so I, I think it just requires 
you know, a little bit of a thought and just kind of go, well, what about, what have I got going on? Kids sports, we're likely going to be out for this amount of time. You know, I need to have something fairly quick and easy. It's just like, you always have that, like tree fruits, jerky, like all those things, the baby bell, all those things that the kitty rattle off. We always keep them at home all the time. Do you know what I mean? And it's just like the, the, the jerky and the tree fruits, like you can keep them in your cupboard for a while. You know, they're not going to go off. So it's just, I think you always have those kind of backup foods that you have there if you ever get caught. Um, and you just you just stick to those, you know, and it, it really just requires that discipline to just stick to those foods and just kind of go, okay, well, look, this isn't on my normal plan, but, you know, th- these are perfectly acceptable, you know, stick them in your food tracker and make sure you understand the amount that you need to be consuming. And then you just make sure you stick to those. And when, you know, when you're at the, 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 the soccer or the football, you don't go to the canteen and get the, the hot chips or the, the pies or whatever they they say there, what, you know, like you just, you stick to your food, you know, and, and it's, that's that discipline of just going, no, I've got my food. I'm just going to stick to it. And the thing is, it's like often when people are around and they've got, you know, the pies or the hot chips or something, you get that smell and you're like, Oh God, that smells so good. Whatever. Um, and if you're hungry, you're more likely because your inhibitions are going to be lower. You're more likely to just go, oh, can I have some? Or, you know, if someone offers or something like that, you're more likely to say yes. And it's just really important when you start to feel hungry, if you've got your food there, you can just start eating it. And after you've had a few mouthfuls of it, especially if you eat a protein source like cheese or jerky, like your hunger levels will drop almost instantaneously. Mm, and if you and just have your fruit foods, or your carbs yeah, with it, yeah. Have your carbs with it. Yeah, exactly. And you get a bit of fiber and it's going to keep you a little bit more satiated. You know, and, and it's just like that those hunger pains or those hunger cues will go away very, very quickly. And and you'll actually have a psychological win because you'll be like, you know, I was surrounded by this, but I'm so glad that I packed my food and I was ready because every time I do this, every time I make this commitment to do this, I'm getting closer and closer to my goals because your goals are just at the end of all of the decisions that you get right. So it's just like, if you can just really focus on putting yourself in a position or planning ahead so you, you're in the spot to make the right choice and the right decision. That's how you get there. It's the sum of all of those little things. Mm. You know, a lot of the time people are like, oh, my macro is going to be correct. I'm, you know, is this, you know, what if I have a bit more fire or whatever? I'm like, look, if that stuff really doesn't matter. Like once it's sort of set and once we've established that it's, if you know, if your goal is fat loss that you're in, it's like calorie deficit and you're doing, you're training all those things, the steps, et cetera. Then it's just like the reality is it's going to take you time to get there. So if you make all of these little decisions and, and you get them correct, it's that accumulative effect that ultimately gets you to where you want to be. Um, you know, there's so many times people like they're so focused on all the big things. Oh, what what should my macros be? And should, you know, protein and all that sort of stuff. I'm like, yeah, that stuff matters for sure. But once it's set, it really doesn't make too much of a difference. You know, people are so focused on that, but they're not doing the 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 little things like prepping the food and having that awareness of are they going to get caught out if they are right? What's some foods that I can take with me that I've got available? You know, these are the key points to, you know, getting to that goal over an extended period of time, because you're going to be presented with lots of things oh, so where you're going to have to make the decision on. Yeah. How and to it, do and things, it, you know? it is like, um, it's just example, one of Craig's clients and she's, you know, going well and then, you know, does a check in weights going up and she says to Craig, um, oh, I've just been not great over the weekend. You know, I haven't been tracking in the kids' sport and stuff. And Craig's like, well, you tell me how you want me to respond to that. Mm-hmm. She said, look, I know. You're right. I just need to get more organized and get my shit together and play, track on the weekends. And then next week, she did it. Weight goes down. Mm-hmm. 
So I think it is just making that conscious effort. Um, and I think you have to, and look, this is just works for me, but I'm not saying that everyone should be like this or do this, but I don't like being in pain may not be the right word, but if I don't like something the way that it is, when I'm in, in, in that data, in that day to day, and I have to make these decisions, I say, I ask myself at the time, okay, is this going to get me closer or further away to my goals? Do I like being where I am? And if the answer is no, then that makes me do it. It makes me take the action. It makes me prep the food, whatever it is. So like, this is, this is like, I'm a bit of a party girl and I love to party. This is a good example. So, so on the weekend, so our, I think we've talked about our neighbor. He's a loose cannon. Like he's an awesome guy though. He's got this roofing business. That's, he's just so cashed up and he just been parties so hard. Like, mm. but he's such a good dude. Like he's fixed all our roof because our shit builder did a mm. shit job of our house. And he's, he helps us, like he's looked after the dogs. Anyway, so often we'll, like we've been out to dinner with them and they're just really good value. They're just fun and easygoing and you have lots of laughs. And you don't real talk about... larrican, real Australian yeah. tradie. Yeah, yeah. So hey, good. Oh, mate. Yeah. <laughs> do your impersonation of him. No, I'm not doing it. Oh, come on. Don't want to do it. No, no, okay. keep going. So anyway, going we went out for dinner on Saturday night. We come home and he's like, oh, do you want to come over? Like Maddie's here. This is his other friend, Maddie, that we love too. He's stayed at our house and looked after the dogs. And we go upstairs and like, they're all just getting on it fucked, you know, like drinking. And I'm like, and I'm thinking, oh, it'd be just fun to go out, wouldn't it? Like I've just been walking through surface. I love to go out for a dance and party, have some drinks. And I was like, Craig, do you want to go out? And he's like, nah, nah. nah. And I was like, oh, should I, should I? And I was like, I, I sat there and I thought about, okay, well, let's do an analysis here. <laughs> You'll go out for one night. You'll have a few hours of fun. And you'll sleep like shit. You'll have drinks. You'll feel like shit the next day. It's going to affect no, your training. To about it. That's right. Then you're going to, like, you started training with Adam the week after. You want to be fresh for that. Mm. So, like, okay, don't do it, kitty. Don't do it. And so then I decided not to do it. And we went home. And the next day I was like, oh, thank fuck I didn't do that. You know, mm. I'm just so happy that I didn't do it. So I think you've just got to ask yourself when you're making those decisions Friday night, when you're thinking about the Saturday and thinking, okay, got all this shit on with the kids. I'm pretty tired. I don't really feel like prepping my food, but ask yourself, all right, am I happy how I am? You know, mm-hmm. make the decisions. I'm not saying you need to be perfect, but that that it's going to help you get to where you want to be. And I think, you know, another thing that a lot of women will relate to this and Craig won't really, but is just practicing moderation. Like I think, you know, so many of us have come from this massively restrict and binge background mm. And I think I just pat myself on the back every time I practice moderation because I'm not a moderation person. I'm like all in with everything. And as I've gotten older, I've really I've tried to be better. Some things I'm not that good at. But, you know, like as an example with the drinking, I just really like alcohol. I love to drink. I love to party. So I still drink sometimes, but I just try and practice some moderation. So we, it doesn't always work. Occasionally I fall off the wagon. But Saturday night we went out and I had one glass of um, wine and it was so nice. And I just sipped it really slowly enjoyed my meal, you know, ate, ate the food, had a bit of everything and then had some gelato after it. And I was like, that was just delicious. Mm-hmm. You know, didn't binge. I don't binge anymore. Sometimes on the wine I do, but you know what I mean? Like I was just, it, it, you can, you've got to teach yourself to practice that moderation. Cause if you're, you know, you want to have a glass of wine every now and then have that glass of wine, you know, um, if you eat perfectly for the week and you go out for one meal and you just practice moderation instead of eating 10 pizzas and smashing 10 bottles of wine, you just move back to your normal food plan. Nothing will happen. You're not going to stack on the weight. It's the binge eating, the binge drinking. That's the big issue, I think. Yeah. Um. So, you know, when you go out, just enjoy the food. Eat until you feel full. You know, don't drink 10 bottles of wine. If you want to have the occasional glass of wine, have one glass. 
you know, just have one or two. Don't have a whole bottle. Mm. Um, and I get it. It's hard because you have one or two and you're like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm feeling good. This is fun. <laughs> but then just, I always think in my head, fuck, imagine how you're going to feel tomorrow. You know this feeling. You've done it a million times. Just remember, I have these little conversations in my head. Craig just laughs because he just doesn't drink ever. Yeah, he just doesn't like it. Never changes its spots. Never. You, you I just have shave to shave it down it. to its fucking hide. It's I know. body. <laughs> just a party girl at heart, you know. But I also really, really enjoy training and I enjoy feeling good and sleeping well. So, yeah. you yeah. know, I just like that more than I like partying. Yeah. yeah. So I think, yeah, you just have to practice moderation when you go out, you know, stick to your, your nutrition plan during the day. You know, if, if you're going out, take some food with you. It's so easy to pack a cooler. Like you just, like, honestly, ladies, you just making excuses. Like, I know that sounds harsh, but when you say you can't stick to your food over the weekend, it's, it's an excuse. Like, you, I think you've got to, it, you're not failing at this because of your lack of resources. It's lack of resourcefulness. And you have to have that honest conversation with yourself and ask yourself, like I always say to women, do you want to be the same as you are in 12 months time? Ask yourself that question every time you go and make a decision about, you know, are you going to go out and eat the shitty takeaway crap food or are you going to pack your food and take it with you? And you're just going to feel better anyway. Yep. You'll feel better. Yep. Yep. Well, like you said before, you'll get the psychological win, right? Yep. And that's, remember those, where you are in terms of your body composition, if you're unhappy, like that's just an accumulation of the choices that you've made up to this point. So to undo that, it's just a case of making those different choices and having the discipline to just stick to it, you know, and, and not, and not getting into that reward mentality. It's like, Oh, I've been really good, you know, for this last week. So I'm going to reward myself. I'm like, no, no, no. You haven't fucking earned that shit yet. Do it for fucking eight months, get to your goal and, and establish these new habits. And you'll actually find that that whole reward system won't even be a thing anymore. Like you yeah, won't I... feel the need to reward yourself because you, you've, you've re, trained the whole fundamental aspect of how you've been living and the choices that you make that now are the new norm. So then you now have the power to just go, yeah, I can go out and I can do this stuff, but I'm not doing it as a reward. I'm just doing it because I can. You it's know, you know what I better. also think though, Craig, is that like, once you've been doing this for a while and you actually like a post in our Facebook group today, it was a great post. She's like, what did she say? Let me read it. Cause I think it, I need to get the wording right. Um, I just thought it was amazing. So, uh, um, saying no, no to going out when I have meals prepared, no to dessert if it's not part of my plan, no to the alcoholic drink, but at the same time, being able to fit an unexpected meal or a decadent meal in my meal plan seems counterintuitive, but counting macros gives you that flexibility. So yep. I think, you know, like it's not about never, cause you're eating nice food every day. Like I really found when I wasn't eating this way, nourishing my body and the foods I enjoyed, I'd get to the weekend and I'd be like, oh my God, I'm craving everything. I needed to have this massive cheat meal. Whereas now when I get to the weekends, yeah, we, we go out to dinner and we enjoy the meal or we'll make ribs or something, but it's never like this massive free for all. I'm like, oh my God, I have to have this. Yes. It's just, you have the food and you enjoy it and you eat enough just to feel full. Cause you know, like the next day you're going to be getting up and having delicious sourdough muffins with yes. fruit and yummy coffee. And then you know, having my beef cheeks with mashed potato or air fried potato, like it's just delicious food. Mm -hmm. You're eating delicious food every single day. So I really believe that that helps a lot. Mm -hmm. yep. Women. Yeah. Yep. And then when you, if you do like go and eat some shit and drink, you just wake up the next day and you're like, oh man, I feel rubbish. Like, yeah. and you just want to make better choices yep. anyway, you know? Mm -hmm. And if you occasionally want to have some, you know, shitty 
like, I mean, I would never probably eat KFC again. I don't reckon I haven't eaten it for years, but like if you have the occasional McDonald's burger or whatever, it's not a massive deal. Cause it's one meal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that makes a big difference. Mm. I mm. agree. Mm. I agree. Mm. Anything else? No, I think that's pretty good. That's good. All right, ladies. So if, uh, if, you are new here, new to following me, or say potentially you have been following me for a while and you haven't yet taken action, um, you know, jump in and do our seven-day challenge. So our seven-day eat more, train less and get result, results challenge was purposely built for women who want to achieve sustainable results. So, you know, without drastically cutting calories or cutting sugar or carbs or dairy out of your diet or training six days a week. So we developed this over years of helping women. So we've been doing this, what, for eight years now? Is it eight years? Maybe eight years. Um, yep. Yeah, of helping thousands of women restore their metabolisms, eat more food and train less to achieve their health and body goals. So unlike other programs, um, it's a holistic approach. So it provides everything you need for long-term success, more energy, more stable moods, better sleep, uh, better digestion, you know, get, getting rid of those perimenopausal and menopausal um, symptoms or irregular and, you know, painful cycles. And of course, long-term sustainable body composition or weight loss. Um, it provides a full meal plan, a workout plan for the home and the gym with a full training exercise video library to guide your workouts. We've got a uh, metabolically supportive recipe book, advanced supplement guides. You can be part of our community. And most importantly, there's a lot of education around why we do what we do because we want to teach you, not just tell you. So it's time to take back control and stop starving yourself and finally get results by eating more and training less. No more 1,200 calorie diet. So I will pop the link uh, in the show notes below. Um, $27 Australian dollars lifetime access. So you can join it and you can just start, like, don't worry that you have to join and start straight away. You get lifetime access. So, you know, ladies don't think it's November now, you know, start now and go into Christmas and the holidays, not thinking, oh my God, I'm going to binge eat and binge drink my way through the holidays and then start some, you know, crazy restrictive diet. Start now. And as always, take a screenshot of this episode and share your biggest takeaways on Instagram stories and tag me at K-O-T-T-Y-B-L-O-M-F-I-L-D. And each month I pick a winner who gets a tub of Saturay Premium Collagen. And we will be back again in a week. Mm-hmm.